Hey, I'm Emma. And I'm Jada. And, and we're, we're Teen Chatterbox. Chatterbox. Oh, welcome to our, is this our third episode? Yes, it Welcome is. to our third episode of our podcast. Thank you for sticking around with us. And thanks for listening to all our other podcasts. Yes. So today we are going to talk about something that is very important to us and very important all it's important all the time but it seems like specifically now it's turned into a movement which is black lives matter yeah and we specifically have two different viewpoints really because emma's white and i am not (laughs) so emma why don't you start us off okay so i'm just kind of gonna start on kind of like acknowledging that I know that I have um privilege white privilege white privilege yeah and I am sorry about that you know what that's okay and something that I've been noticing recently is so many people being like ashamed for being white when like in history it was always like people are ashamed for being black they're like oh i have black skin i'm so ashamed of myself but it seems like there's kind of been a change yeah recently where people are like oh i hate that i'm related to slave owners and colonizers you know what i mean yeah. which yeah so that's completely changed so kind of my experience is mm-hmm. I was raised, um, like, my parents are complete, like, allies. Mm -hmm. um, They always say, like, love everyone. Everyone is a human being and deserves Mm -hmm. to be treated equally. Yeah. Um, But the problem is I was raised to be, like, completely colorblind. And Mm -hmm. even I've talked about this with my parents before because at once one time they thought that was enough to just Mm -hmm. treat everyone equally and, like, you know, be friends with everyone and you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's... Like, the fact that your parents did that is, like, a step above what a lot of people's parents do. Because a lot of people, they're like, oh, yeah, we're just going to live our lives and, like, feed into systemic racism. Like, they don't go out of their way to, like, teach their kids. Yeah, so then now I found the problem is that I need to be more than just colorblind. Mm -hmm. And I need to use my white privilege Mm -hmm. to also stand up for um, those that like need it and Mm -hmm. also to be more aware of um, things going on and to kind of use my voice for good and to not stay quiet and like silent about like injustices that are going around exactly around the world and just a small disclaimer like I know Em and I are usually like really peppy and like make jokes and crack jokes all the time in our podcast because that's just how we are and like if we crack jokes here and there like we are aware that this is like a super serious topic but like sometimes humor is used to like make people feel feel more comfortable or like make a serious topic a little more easy to talk about so like if we're making jokes like we're we're not being disrespectful in any kind and i feel like this is going to be a more serious podcast either way and so just a disclaimer i want to apologize in advance i was telling jada before that i was a little scared of maybe saying the wrong thing Mm -hmm. or like coming across as like educated yeah like at the beginning emma was kind of like worried about making this podcast she's like what if i say something offensive or like what if i say something ignorant and i responded like we're just kind of gonna reenact our conversation like i was basically saying that like it's okay if you say something like that because if there's something you're thinking that you're like oh maybe it'll be like a little ignorant of me like 
there are probably so many peop- other people out there who might think the same thing and you yeah. might say something and other people might think that that's okay to say but in reality maybe it's not like a good example of that is like Emma asked me before we start before we started like um, I asked because I honestly I've never quite been sure but mm-hmm, I yeah. asked Jada like in her opinion what is more like politically correct or like kind to say yeah. is it like um people of color mm-hmm. or like black people or dark-skinned people yeah or what, how she feels about that exactly so emma asked me that and i think that's like a super valid question to ask somebody because i think it's like great to be comfortable enough to ask like a black person i mean like i'm not completely black like i'm mixed which is a totally other topic like i've always said like like some people ask me like am i black are you black or are are you white I've, obviously I'm not white but like are you black and I will respond with no like I'm not black I'm mixed right um because I like to use the analogy this is going off topic a little I'll come back but um I like to use the analogy like say like if someone's mixed like one of their parents let's say is like red paint and then the other parent is like blue paint right so that when they make a baby they're not making red or blue they're making purple right so like if you have one black parent and one white parent you can't say that you're one or the other because that's not true like you're a mixture of both you're something completely different right so like technically i am not black like i am mixed because i've got some black in me i've got some white in me which makes me something completely different and when you explained that to me that was i thought that was like the best i'd ever Mm -hmm. heard it explained as well yeah like i was like whoa i know yeah because a lot of people are like so confused and even i was so confused like i kind of went through a crisis where i was like what am i like I was like having a huge crisis about what my race was and then I heard this analogy I was like I love how they explained it right but anyway going back to what we were saying about basically like what is preferred like is it preferred to call people black people or to call them people of color or call them something else and honestly everybody in like the black community I guess has like a different opinion I think I mean I can't speak for everybody but I personally prefer black people rather than saying people of color which I know a lot of people have the opposite opinion of me but for me I how I see it is like you're considering like white people as a race and then you're considering people of color as another race but that encompasses like everybody like everybody it's basically saying like white and non-white yeah exactly it's like you can't say black and non-black right because if you're saying black and non-black that that encompasses white that encompasses asian like it like indian it encompasses everybody so it's kind of the same thing you're doing when you say like white and then colored because there's so many different colors and what I was, me and Jada were talking about this earlier, mm-hmm. and one thing that we were both saying is everyone has a color. I know. Like, I'm peach with a bit of red <laughs> sunburn. Like, I'm not. You're peach with sunburn. Like, I love the color. <laughs> but, like, everyone oh has God. a color, and it's so weird to exactly. say. Exactly. And, like, some people are white, but they look a little more pink on some days. You know, like, what? Like, how can you even classify people with colors, right? So, I mean, I personally like, I personally prefer when people say, like, black people, because it's like you've got white people and black people, but I do know that there are a lot of black people who prefer being called, um, people of color, 
simply because um, the term black people was given to them by the white people who were like, oh, your skin's so dark, it's pretty much black, right? And then they yeah. called them black and then that um, kept going on, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, that's how I stand on that. As I said, there's a lot of people who feel slightly different towards it. Um, so I think now, why don't we talk about police and right. police brutality? Okay, so this is a topic that, um, it's like, I've always known that mm-hmm. this is going on, yeah. but I feel like I've never quite acknowledged to mm-hmm. what extent. Exactly. You know what I mean? And even me too, like, I feel like I didn't realize the extent. I know I probably should, but like. I don't think I realized how bad it was until I saw the videos and, yeah. you know. Like, I remember it really hit me when I watched the video of George Floyd. Yeah. As I think it really hit a lot of people. Mm-hmm. When I was, like, he was murdered. Oh, like, it's clear. Murdered for no reason. For, like, no and reason. And it's absolutely no reason because they said that he, like... Um, the store manager called the police on him because he used, like, a counterfeit bill, and now they're looking into it, and they don't even think the bill was counterfeit to begin with. Like, it is so ridiculous. That, I know. Or, like, even, like, the story about, like, Elijah McCain and, like, mm-hmm. Breonna Taylor. Like, yes. They all... Oh, my God. Breonna Taylor? That one really gets me. The fact that she was in her house sleeping, and white policemen came into her house and killed her. Like, that one, to me... Like, all of them are horrible, but that one in particular, I'm like, why? Why? And just, like, the fact that this is, like, okay, it's, like, I acknowledge that, like, I've always known, like, you know, there things like this happen, mm-hmm. but, like, you always know there's so many bad things happening in the world, like, you know, there's poverty, and, you know, yes. there's, like, and, genocide. And you just consider this, like, another bad thing. Yeah. And kind of just write it off. It's like, oh, it's a bad thing that can't be fixed. But then, when it's, like, you see these videos, and then there's, like, names put to the faces, it's, like, mm-hmm. it becomes so real, and I know. that's why I think this movement is definitely different than others in the past. Exactly. Exactly. And, Something else that I wanted to t- kind of touch on briefly is it kind of goes along with like the fact that we're that like the white like white privilege and stuff like that. I know that like there are a lot of black people who are kind of upset about this movement and I can see why. So let me tell you. So they're upset because black people have been fighting for this for years, for decades. And it's only really picked up now because white people have gotten involved and yes it's amazing that white people are like becoming allies and helping but in a way it does make black people feel a little helpless in the sense that they can't do anything without a white person coming in like they cannot be listened to and taken seriously unless a white person says the same thing like if a black person says black lives matter it's true, but no one really cares. No one really, yeah, no one really cares. But as soon as, like, a white person comes and says, no, seriously, guys, Black Lives Matter, then everyone's like, oh, okay, Black Lives Matter. Like, and so that's why, like, I know a lot of black people are like, no, we don't need your help. Like, you're not our parents. Like, you don't need to do this for us. We can do things on our own. But, like, the reality of it is that, no, like, we can't and they can't. And it's really like frustrating I guess 
And so I think that a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, why are they getting so upset? Like we're doing this for them. But like, like you don't understand, like you don't understand, like, like imagine you're trying to say something and you're like screaming at the top of your lungs, this thing. And then no one is listening to you unless someone else comes and like quietly says the same thing. I've never really, well, I've kind of thought about it like that, Mm -hmm. but that the way you said that, that's really like that is very clear like Mm -hmm. that definitely clears up a lot of like misunderstandings yeah just because i know a lot of people are like confused about it and then confused as to like why maybe black people are kind of slightly annoyed yeah because like yes this is a black lives matter movement but like this movement this movement has been around forever and it's only picked up because like like white people are coming to protests you know what i mean because usually like it'd just be black people at protests because toronto's had black lives matter for ages there's been a black lives matter movement not a movement but like a group of black lives matter people in toronto forever they've been doing protests like we watched that video in english class where black lives matter went into like the meeting that like john tory and like a bunch of other said did you watch that video in class yeah so we watched that video where Black Lives Matter and like literally they were just sitting and pretending that they weren't even there. Black Lives Matter has been around for ages, right? And now it's become like, I don't even know. And it's starting to become a little commercialized too because now people are like selling Black Lives Matter shirts. I'm like, are how, you kidding me? How do you feel about the whole social media trend to it? How it's becoming almost like a trend. Oh, it's really annoying. Yeah. I feel like... I feel like you can't really understand fully unless you're, like, like, you're actually, like, black or, like, part of it. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, yeah, people are posting things, which is great, but people also posted about, like, something. I can't even remember. Something that was happening in, like, Syria or something. Like, they've posted so many things that have happened. Or, like, the wildfires. Like, where did those go? Are those still happening? I don't even know. I literally don't even know if wildfires are happening anymore because people posted about them, those little scares. Or like when the Amazon was on fire, people were posting about it so much. But like, where are those posts now? No one's still posting about it. And so I'm scared that in a few months, people are just going to stop posting about Black Lives Matter. They're going to take the black square off their feed. They're going to take the link out of their bio because it looks weird they're gonna stop posting about it because they don't really care anymore and just like that it's gonna be done because that's how trends work that is how trends work how do you feel about i was i want to hear your opinion on i know that because of the black lives matter movement there's a lot of other similar movements going on for, like mm-hmm. other minorities yeah. like my feed's been full of also like afghan lives matter because that's another um yeah. group of people that's been historically treated really badly and like misrepresented so how do you feel like do you feel like it's taking away from black lives matter or do you think that all these movements like need to happen i feel like i feel like for a long time the only lives that mattered were white lives and so then every other group of people they're just like lower right and black people just being like the lowest of the low and so i mean i don't like in a way yes it's kind of like it's sidetracking but it's also bringing up more um issues so i don't think it's bad at all so yeah and i really want to know like your perspective because obviously like we have 
two completely different perspectives because Emma's white through all of this and I'm not through all of this. So I'm really curious to know just like how you're feeling with all of this. Like, are you ashamed of like your ancestry? Because I know literally so many white people are like, oh my gosh, I'm so ashamed that my people have done this. You know what I mean? So are you feeling the same way? Um, yeah, so I definitely feel ashamed Mm -hmm. to be a part of kind of the problem. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'll agree, like, I'll admit, like, I've definitely, there's definitely been systemic racism, Mm -hmm. like, going on in, like, different parts of my life that I've never really been completely aware of. Um, yeah, even things as small as, like, driving past a group of black guys and being like, oh, they're probably up to no good. Like, that is racism. Because, like, what if they're just walking to the beach or something? Like, you don't know. Yeah, so I've definitely, I've always tried to treat everyone equally. Mm-hmm. Um, like, especially, like, um, putting, like, an extra focus on, like, like black people and mm-hmm. even, like, the LGBTQ community. Yeah. And, like, all, like, um, minorities. I've always tried to just think, like, everyone's the same inside. Mm-hmm. Like, when you... I saw a really great post the other day, actually, that really, like, summed up. It's, like, if you're... It was, like, your kid needs a blood transfusion or something. Which bag are you going to choose? The white person or the black person? But then there's two bags of blood, and they're the same. Because mm. they're both, like, red blood. Exactly. Like, we're all the same we're on the all inside. all the exact same. And, yeah. like, at the end of the day, like, there is... Like, we're all human. I know. Um, It's so... And it's so easy to say that, too. Like, we literally are all human. Like, if you just think to yourself, like, we are all human. Like, think about, like, why is there racism? We all have the same... The same body parts, the same organs, the same two eyes. Like, we all have the same body parts. Like, why does the color of your skin determine how you're treated in life like i just think it's so crazy i've I've also been feeling guilty because i do have a lot of members in my family Mm -hmm. that are black that like married into my family oh yeah and i've always just like accepted them with open arms and Mm -hmm. like you know just treated them like any other member of my like family but then now it kind of realizes that like i've overlooked some of the challenges that they probably had in their life and it's like one of my family members was talking on social media about some of his experiences and I was like oh my goodness like I never really thought about Mm -hmm. these things or like not very hard yeah and it's like I've kind of felt bad for kind of seeing everything at face value yeah overlooking things that were right in front of me the entire time exactly and I feel like like you shouldn't like be too hard on yourself or like blame yourself too much for those types of things because it's not like you think about it on a daily basis like you like everyone just goes about living their daily life like whatever comes into their life they'll deal with it right like no one really outwardly and like consciously thinks about like about these types of things right and I watched this YouTube video and it was about this um this woman her name's Danny and basically she made a video just like confessing that when she was younger because she's like one of 11 kids and they're all very white right Mm -hmm. and so she said like she just made an honest video saying that yes like she admits to being a little racist when she was growing up 
and she didn't go into details like she didn't say like how she was racist or anything but she did imply that it was towards black people and like she just thought that they were worse and that she was better and that they were meant to be like maids and gardeners and like be doing the cleaning while the white people just go live their life and play golf you know what I mean and I thought that it was so brave of her to just come out and say yes I was racist however I have learned from my mistakes and I'm not like that anymore I think that's very important and I feel like honestly people who say that they just aren't racist or they've never been racist like that can't be true like even I I feel like even I've been racist in some way towards some other race like I don't know you know what I mean yeah so like I feel like no one can say that they're completely just like not racist it's very hard it's very hard and I think it's changing but yeah it's hard I feel like from kind of like my perspective it's kind of like I don't really know what the right thing is to do like Mm -hmm. I've been reading um the autobiography of Malcolm X I've Mm -hmm. watched a couple like documentaries I'm reading the news posting stuff on social media but like it just doesn't feel like it just doesn't feel like enough yeah Mm. Maybe let's think of some things that, like, our listeners, like, you guys, if maybe you're white and you don't really know exactly what you can do in this situation. Like, maybe let's think of some things that people can do. I know one for sure is, like, support... This is something I've always tried to do, but, like, supporting black-owned businesses. And I know it's, like... See, again, with, like, the thing about, like black people can't do things for themselves like the fact that we're telling people like only buy things from black owned businesses you know but I think that it's a step in the right direction like maybe you never paid attention to like maybe like for example I know a lot of people buy things off of Etsy yeah yeah and so like I know I love looking at Etsy but if you can find like maybe let's say you're looking for a new ring or something maybe look up black owned businesses to support them because the truth is that black people have harder times finding jobs that's just the way of the world that's just how it is like I know I've been taught that from a pretty fairly early age that it's just gonna be harder to find a job as a black person and that's just how it goes so if you can support them in any way you can like that is a great thing that you can do and you'll feel good about it too you'll make their day right exactly and um like even like for my hair products like I usually will support black owned businesses but that's only because it's easy like finding hair products for black hair it's easy to find them if they're like if they're a black owned business yeah um what else can you do Earlier, we were talking about um, kind of how mixed babies are like really being like fetishized. Oh my god! Yeah. This one, honestly, I feel like I could talk about this for like an hour. <laughs> I hate. What is the word? The fetishization. Fetishization. Fetish. Like fetish- fetishization. I think. So. Is that the word? The fetishization of mixed babies, I think it's disgusting. I think it's so disgusting, the fact that, like, someone would say, Oh, I want to marry a black person so that I can have a baby with cute, light skin and curly hair. No, that is not how it works. Do not do that. That is so weird. 
That is weird. If you're Emma, don't you think that's just weird? It's like me saying, like, oh, I want to marry a Spanish guy so my babies can speak Spanish. <laughs> like, what? What? That is so weird. Oh, my God. And, okay, it's different. Like, if you fall in love with somebody who happens to be black and you happen to be white, that's fine. But if you're going searching and, like, you make a Tinder account and you're... In your profile, you're like, black guys only. I want cute mixed babies with green eyes. Like, no! No! Sorry if you're wearing headphones, but no! (laughs) I can't. It's so weird. Especially for me, because, like, I'm mixed. I mean, both my parents are mixed, so, like, I don't have one white parent and one black parent. Like, but, like, I just, I can't even imagine someone being, like, I'm on the hunt for a black guy because I want my babies to have mixed skin and light eyes. And it's weird because I mixed and, like, I have green eyes and I have curly hair. Although my hair, this is another point, but, like, my hair, okay, basically with mixed babies, there's, like, I'm doing air quotes right now, but there's, like, good hair and then there's bad hair right obviously there's no good and bad hair but like a lot of people are like the looser curls is like what they expect when they have a mixed baby right i don't have hair like that like my hair is a full afro right and so that's the other thing like when someone's like i want to i want a big black guy to have some black babies and then they pop out their mixed baby and then they have like an afro but they were expecting like the nice wavy hair they're gonna be like what is this you know what i mean it's so it's horrible so just don't do it unless you actually it's weird unless you actually fall in love or the same with um white guys like if you're only looking for a black woman to date because you want black or because you want mixed babies like that's just weird like if you just want a baby so that they can tan well that's weird okay like (laughs) it's not weird like you can say that's strange like yeah it's just completely strange um that's all i have to say about that one i don't want to go off too hard what else do you want to make sure we address in this episode? Um, like, if there's any, like, single message you want know. people to remember. Maybe just be nice to people, honestly. Yes, and, everyone. yeah, let's work together to fix systemic racism. Honestly. There was something else I was going to say. I can't remember. Oh, let's talk about, um, police. And, okay, so... There's, like, okay, I watched this video. It's, like, do you know the YouTube channel Jubilee? I think so. Okay, how they do, like, these poll-type things, right? It's, like, strongly agree, Mm -hmm. strongly disagree. So I watched this one with black mothers who had, like, black sons, I think. Yeah. And one of the questions on Jubilee was, um, it was, like, if your son wanted to be a police officer, would you be in support of it? And some of them said yes, but some of them also said no right so i thought that that was interesting to talk about and like you can talk about this too because like even though you're not black like i feel like you'll have some good input in this one because i would like to know like i don't even know how i stand like if i had a black son would i want him to be a police officer i think yes and some people said no which kind of surprised me but my view on it is basically like if you want there to be a change like if you're complaining that all the police officers are white and racist let's make them not all white and not you know what i mean yeah 
So I think <laughs> I think that for there to be a change, like you have to you there has to be more black police officers. Not even just black, but like just all races, like all a genders. Diverse. A more there needs to be more diverse police. And I know that like like yes, this is an issue in Canada too. It is like primarily in America because and also all over the world. And all over the world there's racism. Some we probably don't even know about. Um, but yeah, what do you think about that one? Um, I agree. I feel like for there to be like a more improved police system, there definitely needs to be more diversity. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like th- I feel like they need to have better training for like oh for my bias. God. Of yeah, course. Like, I saw this thing. I don't know if it's real or not, but I saw this thing that said like in like Finland and oh, Norway. I saw you saw that, yeah, right? I think I posted to, it. They I have think... to have like a university degree. They literally have to have like a university degree. It's like a three or four year program to become a police. Like it's a like a bachelor of policing or yeah. something. Literally in Canada and America, what is it? Like it's less than a hairdresser. Oh yeah, for sure. To be a police. Like police need to have more training. That's just that on that. Like you need to you really just need to have more training. And one quote that really kind of like rang like true mm-hmm. um, for me that I read was even if like all the police officers that you know personally are like mm-hmm. genuinely like good people, yeah. we're not saying that they're all evil people, but exactly. we're saying that like the system is just corrupt. the system is messed up. Because like I have family members that are police officers mm-hmm. and they're some of the nicest people I know, yeah. but the entire like system was built on a bad foundation on a bad foundation they just need to change it they need to rebuild it like from the ground up yeah and how do you feel about um like the push to defund the police um i agree that i think like especially in the united states Uh i think that there is definitely a lot of funding that's going towards the police that should be diverted into other like um Mm -hmm. other funds like for like they have such a low amount of money going for like homeless and mental exactly. health and like healthcare, um, even like um, they so many yeah other things yeah they really I feel like I feel like the police just have too much money and I feel like like maybe don't defund the police for the rest of time. But I think definitely defund for a little bit just to shake them up and kind of show the police, like, look at what we can do if you don't behave. Or, you know, like, kind of part of my view is, like, yeah, maybe defund some of it, but also use the money more effectively and efficiently. Like, use it for improved training, Mm -hmm. for improved psych evaluations. Pay for things to make the police better. Like, stop giving them like maybe lower their paychecks a little bit just to show that like if you continue like this look at what we can do we have control over you it's i think it's more just like a way to scare them but part of the problem is who is in charge of the police exactly that's a whole other issue and did you see that mike was his name mike saunders the police chief of toronto he stepped down and he was a black police chief which kind of was like it gave me some hope i think the fact that he was a black police chief like hopefully he was taking his police in the right direction and maybe they weren't racist but he stepped down so if it's gonna be like a white guy that goes in there like is he gonna that's just gonna make a bigger problem yeah i liked that he was black 
and now, but I, he stepped down because he was old, I think. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. Maybe it was also because of all this police drama. He's like, let me get out what I can, but. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw that, and I was like, no! <laughs> I feel like it's just, it's a really, like, difficult issue to address, because mm-hmm. at the same time. It's I- a hard conversation to have as well. Yeah, but I feel like it's really important to have these conversations. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really important, like. Like, I know that, um, like, before I had even heard about, like, the George Floyd thing, because, I mean, I kind of wake up late, you know? <laughs> I kind of wake up late in the day, and so I had not heard it on the news yet, but I woke up and I got a text from one of my other friends, um, basically saying, like, are you okay, and, like, how are you, and, like, with all of this happening, like, do you feel safe and all this stuff? Um, and I thought that that was so nice. Like, obviously, I was, like, I was doing fine, but, like, just to know that, like, my white friend was, like, thinking about me in that situation, like, reached out to me because of it, I thought that was so nice, right? And so, like, that is even something you could do, like, if you have, like, black, a black friend, maybe, maybe talk to them about this like have this conversation that em and i are having and if you don't have black friends maybe um expand your social circle like (laughs) like look at the people you're around you know like if you're white and you only have like white friends that's that might be an issue you know like i have very diverse friends i would say i'd say the majority of my friends aren't even white exactly that's like me too but even like in elementary school like i never really had white friends i don't know why i think i have like one or like maybe three white friends but even in high school like my social circle is fairly diverse which is good but if your social circle isn't super diverse like maybe change that because i like i've always wanted diverse friends it's not like i only want like me only having black friends like that wouldn't be good either because i wouldn't be getting any other life experiences or anything like that so even having like asian friends indian friends you know african friends canadian friends white friends like i think it's important to have like a diverse group of people you're surrounding yourself with because then everyone has different experiences different different opinions opinions yeah and i think it's like really cool to hear like different ways especially like i love having friends that were raised in a different country yeah in a different part of the world because it's just like you only know like so much of your little piece of exactly. the world and it's so interesting to hear about like you know even just like different things in the culture mm-hmm. different like social conduct different exactly. foods different like like things at school mm-hmm. it's just so yeah and like i grew up in the caribbean and like i still remember well, I mean, I don't remember that much, but I do still remember, like, some things, and then I went back there, and it kind of, like, dropped my memory, but, like, even that experience, like, I have to share with, like, my other friends, right? Like, you, like, I can tell you how it is in case you don't know, and then, look, you got smarter. You learned something, so I think that that's really important. Yeah. Um, but with that, I think that that's gonna be the end of our podcast today i just have one more question for you okay that's okay yes so i've been seeing a lot of posts um saying like dear white people it is not our responsibility to educate you like educate yourself yeah um so how would you say do you think just like reading books and watching documentaries Mm. do you think that's good or do you think like that having these conversations I think all of it honestly like I think people reading books like even 
like I have like you know um the book of negroes yeah. like you know that book have you read it no it's on my reading list You're I reading really want to read it my mom had but honestly I haven't read it either but I want to read it but even just like reading books about like like stories about slavery and stuff like even I was reading um a thousand splendid sons everybody go read that book yeah. if you haven't oh my god it was so good em and i are gonna make a podcast all about books yep if you don't read get into reading it's literally life-changing i love it i was never a reader i'm getting off topic i was never a reader until emma was like oh my god i have all these books and then i started reading and i'm like in love with reading now it's like you're taking on someone else's life but anyway i was reading a thousand blended sons and it literally put me in the shoes of like a woman in afghanistan i don't know what it's like to be a woman in afghanistan but now i've like learned about it yeah. right so even if you're white and you want to know what it's like to be a black person and like especially in slavery days read a book like put down your phone and read a book honestly like read like the book of negroes or like there's so many books out there about slavery and about like black people right yeah. and like movies like the color purple is a good movie to watch I couldn't I, get through it. It was so sad, but I watch watched it. a really good documentary. Oh, was, you did? Um, called the Thirteenth. Okay. And it was about like the Thirteenth Amendment in the United States, uh-huh. and about how basically like they said like you know like they abolished slavery, mm-hmm. but then the Thirteenth Amendment is almost like a loophole because there's so much like prison labor, oh and companies God. can benefit from like free prison labor, and even though like black people make such a small amount of like the population in the United States yeah. there's such a huge amount of, of like, them in prison such a huge amount of them in prison yeah and like you know they had like the war on drugs it talks about how the war on drugs was like they advertised mostly a war on drugs that were more popular mm-hmm. in like the black community yeah. and less that were like more popular in the white community and then it talks about how like that was an issue in itself it talks about how like it's a broken system Mm -hmm. um it talks about like mistreatment in the prison system yeah about um like sentence inequality Mm -hmm. and it had like a lot of really interesting points that really opened my eyes exactly and even like how long was that documentary like maybe like an hour and a half exactly like everybody especially now in quarantine and summer vacation like you have an hour and a half that you can spare watching a documentary like that and you're learning so much you're opening your eyes to what's really going on like outside of your bubble you know what i mean so i think definitely like watching movies even like 12 years a slave have you seen 12 years a slave no i haven't oh it's a good i don't know i think i watched it when it came on tv but if you can watch 12 years a slave the color purple um or like any documentaries like do it it's gonna be so like even if you're if you're not a big reader like if you don't want to sit and read like an article because i know sometimes like reading an article can be a little like boring you know so there's also some like really good articles out there yeah like did you did your english class read that one article about the guy that used to work on the news station but then he quit because he thought there's some like racist hiring I practices. I did, yeah, yeah, exactly. And he was talking about how many times he's been like pulled over mm-hmm. in downtown Toronto. Yeah, it really kind of shows like what's going on in like our own backyard. Exactly, it's literally like happening right outside our front doors, and you might not be aware of it. And I think it's important to look into that stuff, like watch movies, watch documentaries, read books, like. 
it's pretty easy especially with like the world at our fingertips with our phone like it's so easy to look up like a youtube video even black youtubers so many of them talk about their experiences with racism i've been watching i've well i mean i've always liked watching black youtubers but like a lot of the ones that i liked watching um they've started talking about um like racism and black lives matter and stuff so it's so easy like everyone loves youtube like watch a black youtuber it's not that hard like (laughs) i don't know what else to say (laughs) like (sighs) so yeah okay so i think with that that is going to be the actual end of our podcast this time. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. And in advance, like, I apologize for if I came across. Yeah, Emma was kind of scared anything. to make this one. I was, or not scared. Like, like I know it's nervous. a very important topic and, yeah. like, I want to talk about it. You just it. don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to say the wrong mm-hmm. thing. Um, and it's like, you know, like, I acknowledge that I don't understand mm-hmm. all of these problems, but, you, but with you I stand. Exactly, like exactly. But I think it's important to note that you're, like, making a good effort to try and understand, which yeah. is excellent. And a lot of people, I know a lot of people are, which is very nice to hear. So, so I think that's the end. Yeah, so, see you next time. Thank yeah. you for listening. Don't forget to rate this podcast on whatever platform you listen on. Give us a five star, please, and thank you. Okay. <laughs> that was intense. Okay, okay. bye.